Welcome, this is TV Donut. I'm Piers Ray. My lovely co-hosts are here with me. I'm looking right at them. Looking at... Hannah, hi. Now, now I'm looking at... Saskia. Uh, and uh, today, this is this is a show where we watch a pilot, we watch a finale, we try to break down what happened in between. And today we're watching The Larry Sanders Show. The Larry Sanders Show. Yes. Hey now. <laughs> we did a little bit different this time because... Piers has seen all of the Larry Sanders show. Saskia and I have seen the first two and a half seasons. Mm -hmm. So we watched the first episode, the pilot, and we watched the series finale, which was a two-episode, two-parter. Called The Flip. Yes. Called The Flip. No flipping. Um, easily one of the best finales I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a great a finale. Series. It's very, very emotional. One tiny thing I wish they had kept, however, but they went back on it. We can get into that when we get to the finale. When we get to the finale, I think we'll get into it then. It's literally the end of the episode. So we'll wait till we get there. Yes. Uh, it aired on HBO in August of 1992. Ran through till 1998. A great six years. We were all babes then. Yeah. Probably one of the most influential shows of the 90s. Yeah, definitely. I think maybe one of the first to like break the veil and move between the show that's being produced and the behind the scenes. It was very proto-entourage, I felt, with like actors playing themselves but coming off badly. Yeah. <laughs> Reminded me of extras the same way. Yeah, because... Definitely. They, were, they were characters, but they were playing themselves. Yeah. Tom Petty was a favorite of mine. Oh, Tom Petty was... Oh. Yeah. One of, one of my... Who was my favorite? Uh, Duchovny, obviously. Yeah, it was. But that was kind of creepy, knowing what we oh. know now about him. <laughs> what do we? Wait, what do we know now? He's a sex addict. Well, yeah. Is Duchovny actually a sex addict? He, he went is. to rehab for sex addiction. That makes Californication so much better. No, no, it was or so completely much worse. true. It's is that, all true. Is that why they made the show? Was it after no, that revelation? I, no. I think it was I, during. I think. Oh, he was just deep in character. He was method. I think it. it he was before. It was, I'm not sure. But, no, he, I mean, when he went to rehab, I yeah. think it was during, because like, it was when he was breaking up with his wife. Yes. Oh, no. It was, he was married when he was a sex addict. Yeah. Say Leone, <laughs> who he talks about in the episode. Oh, that's so... He's whispering so that she won't hear that he wants to have sex with Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is this one of the strangest recurring jokes. It was, it was a weird one. All right, let's it talk about the pilot, which is called The Garden Weasel. Uh, the synopsis is Larry finds himself in opposition to a network executive who wants him to do live commercials during the show for the Garden Weasel. Garden Weasel is like a, I guess like a weed whacker type. Yeah. Not a weed whacker. What do you call those? Well, it's... A roto... Yeah, a roto whacker. A roto whacker? I don't, uh, I don't know. We call it a Garden Weasel. Yeah, it's, it's a... a it's, it's a... a stick. With some dangerous looking gear at the end. Yeah, you roll it through your garden and it digs it up. It's like a... It's like a pre... 
mulch. It creates mulch, yeah. as Larry would say. Mm -hmm. So this is a so Gary Shandling plays Larry, the titular Larry Sanders. Yeah, who has the show his own... was created by him, and most mm -hmm. of the episodes are written by him, co-written by him. His yep. only any from the show is for writing, amazingly, even though they were nominated every every year. Yeah. Uh, the intro is Hank doing the applesauce line, which I was sad didn't make it into the finale. Yeah, I agree. Oh, says, that's uh, a good point. You see that sign over there? It says applesauce. Yeah. I'm kidding, of course. It says applause. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey well, Tambor as his announcer, yeah, Hank Kingsley. I mean, more on top of his game than ever with, you know, new arrest development, transparent season two. Like, he's amazing. He's just killing it right now. And he's great in this, too. And this is, like, 40 years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> it it definitely feels like 40. God. Oh, God. <laughs> So old. It's not really. It's 20, it's like 24 years, yeah. 25 years, yeah. Long time. Yeah, uh, both the monologues in the pilot episode and the finale episode were heavy on Clinton jokes. I thought yeah. that was kind of sad. Very much so. Yeah, but I'm sure, I think in the finale it was more of a callback to the pilot. I think so. And it's fitting for a... But I was just like, oh my god, I remember. I remember <laughs> when it was like two years straight of nothing but Bill Clinton jokes. And then even even just like a month ago, it was again. Yeah, well, hugely now on the news because Hillary's well, running for president and Trump uh, is an idiot. And yeah, who goes after everything. That's never gonna stop, totally. Uh, so we in the pilot we get to meet a lot of the main characters like really fast in succession. We mm -hmm. meet Art. We meet Paula, who's played by Janine Garofalo. Art played by Rip Torn. Uh, Beverly, who doesn't watch the show, she's. Uh, Larry's assistant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love her. She's really great. Was Janine in the finale? She wasn't. No. Oh, no. Janine Garofalo's character uh, is written out in the fourth or fifth season. Mm. Due to her going to SNL. Oh. Which she didn't last for more well, than a yeah, season. Well, didn't go well that whole season. Was so she, she says it, it was a big mistake mm. leaving the show. It's too bad. It's a shame, but but it's strange why. that they didn't yeah, get her in the finale. Like, they had Piven there. He got fired, like... Was shocked to see him. Season two. He wanted out, too. Yeah. Of the show. Yeah, cause, but that was because his character didn't have any backstory. Any, they any, weren't giving him anything to do. Well, he had sex a lot. That's that all I remember. Problem. That was why they got rid of him. That was how they wrote him out. I remember him having sex all over the office. Yes. Yeah. And then, which is why it's great to see him in the finale. So still angry 45 <laughs> years like, later. Yeah. Way to ruin my life. Ruin my life. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, it was He's hilarious. such a scumbag character, Phil. Uh. So in the pilot, the whole thing is that there's a new network head of whatever Melanie Parrish mm -hmm. and she insists that um, they do live commercials yeah he tries to pawn it off on Hank who's like the king of commercials right now he's playing the green giant yep even though Which you only didn't see know. his legs and uh, they they say that not Hank he is overexposed yeah they don't want him doing it they want Larry doing it and she says TV is trench warfare. Mm -hmm. They're losing money. No one's watching anymore. They're losing uh, their audience to DVD sales. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. Which no longer exists in our universe. <laughs> She's really funny. Uh, yeah, Larry basically says he'd rather give them hand jobs than do this live commercial. Yeah. Well, he's right. Because, I mean, the idea of someone doing a live commercial... In a talk show? Well, they used to do it all the time, right? Like, back in the day, if you watch, like, the old Lucy and Ricky, and, like, that's how they did commercials. But I see his point, and 
what he says is like no, none of the other talk show hosts are doing that. Exactly, yeah. a talk it's gonna show. Gonna make me look like a douche. Which and he it totally does. does. It does. But <laughs> he makes it so funny and tongue in cheek that mm-hmm. like it really works for him. But then they hate it. They're so mad because he's like making fun of the product, even though it works. And they find like that lady is like, oh, I bought one because of yeah, you. because it was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the show is about the conflict between creative and production and yeah we also we find out the network's owned by electronics company yeah. yeah right like that's so ridiculous classic it's just like a i mean 30 rocks a show that was clearly influenced by this it's like ge owning nbc trying to shoehorn microwave references mm-hmm. into the show we get like, we get a, this amazing commercial that larry used to be in yes with the airplane Pan am amazing the oh. art of flying he's a stewardess yeah great one of my favorite character details for Larry is that he has all these VHS tapes of himself that he's yeah, constantly that he watching. To show people. Yeah, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but I, like, Larry is not a very likable guy. Well, he's not supposed to be. I don't think. Like, he's, he's a very like. Sometimes he's likable. Sometimes. Sometimes he, but he's so neurotic and and super like not slimy is not the right word, but really superficial. Yeah, and very concerned with his image. I mean, we see the way he treats Hank. Yes, right? it's like he has no empathy or even like thought about about thinking about other people's feelings, and that's why, like, you see how many women he goes through in the entire series. Series, yeah, it's just like unbelievable his girlfriends and ex-wives and like we get to meet his girlfriend in this episode no that's his wife or his it, wife he is his wife. Wife. yeah but the first season as you guys will recall is a big plot arc is that whole yes. relationship just dissolving i remember that and at the end of the season I think. yeah because when we left him in the middle of season three is with like a blonde lady i think but also in between season two and season three i think he leaves everything behind well, yeah, he goes, goes to, to Montana cabin. he goes to Montana where he's yeah. got all his VHS tapes of his yes. show so he can keep rewatching. and it, I think it ha- had to do with the woman not mainly but it was a part of it mm-hmm. that he left everything mm-hmm. right was because of a woman yeah and then in the finale he says he's dating Ileana Douglas who's awesome yep and beautiful but uh, definitely not blonde so he's definitely had a few other ladies before since the finale and he he couldn't date someone not outside show not in show business, because who else would put up with it for that long? Like yeah. it's just exhausting listening to him. Well, you definitely have your own life and your own like focus on something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 Another thing: this episode was not actually the pilot. Oh no! Really? No, it was shot. Uh, it yeah, it was supposed to be the pilot is uh, episode 13. I think they used it as the finale of season one, and it's the Hey Now episode mm. uh, of Hank. And he, like, I don't exactly remember it for sure what happens, but he almost gets fired in that episode is because he's auditioning for something else as well. Right. And it was just not, he wasn't very likable in the episode, but that was supposed, that was the pilot, and they shot that first. But they thought that because they didn't want Hank to be presented that way right at first like in this episode he kind of saves the day in the end yeah he uh, does yeah and it's quite different and like in that episode it's like you don't really i think his reason was that you don't really understand why he would keep hank around mm-hmm. and that's the reason why they chose to show this one first and use that other one for later on i mean hank's perfect as a punching bag yeah, for larry he, is. he just mm-hmm. soaks up jokes and he's kind of weird like, all his reactions just, are a yeah. little off. Yeah, you don't even know half the time if he understands that he's getting made fun of. 
which I think you see in the end, obviously, that he does. That he's a lot smarter than he he comes off. But, yeah, he well, we meet Darlene, who's his assistant. She's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, how long she appears in the finale, and she's been in India. So how long is she around for? About three seasons. believe she leaves partway through season three. Uh, I think, because she was um, a play playmate, that actress. Right, right, right. And I believe they build a storyline around that. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that. Where Hank is pressuring her to, yeah. Yeah, yes. to be in Playboy. Yeah, we saw that. We and, did. And I think it kind of, that's kind of builds up and is part and of her reason quits. for leaving. Gotcha. She's super scared of earthquakes. She keeps saying every day is the day that the big one is going to hit. <laughs> now, but she's just coming up. She does that every day. Yeah. But she also does it as a way to introduce... Because Hank asks her to go into the room before him. Right, yes. which is a hilarious scene. He he basically makes her go in and tell Larry that he wants to talk to him. And then when he comes into the office, he's like, Oh, Larry, you wanted to talk to me? Which <laughs> is not the case. I mean, and you can understand why people sound him like head. garbage. Like, that is really annoying. Yeah, it's <laughs> very weird. He's it's got a like, weird like, worship like, of Larry. that huge of a lack of self-confidence... That you can't even just go and talk to someone. You have to send someone to do it for you. Like, that's crazy. The cringe in this show is... Like, I'm constantly mortified by the characters. And he's... Hank's really pissed that he wasn't asked to do the commercials. And um, Larry says, look, like, I... I tried. I said you should do them. And he knows instantly that it's the Green Giant commercials. Like, no matter how much money they offer you, say no. Walk away. Walk away. Green tights. That's what he says. It's so interesting that yeah. he's... Because, I mean, in the ad, it's just his knees yeah, and his voice. Not... Yeah. So while he's doing the commercial, Larry puts in all these jokes, and Melanie's really mad He that he made a Jimmy Hoffa reference. And that the company's going to be really pissed about that. Yeah. That they're associating him with, like, gangster, the garden weasel digging up dead gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this whole, like, sea storyline, I guess you would call it, about Larry's dog and how he's, like, trained. Oh, my God. Larry's like, got a hyperactive dog. Yeah. But the dog, the first time we meet him, he's literally jumping, bouncing through the frame. Just yeah. jumping around. For like, no oh, reason. my God. Up, like kill his dog. Feet, and Not then... kill it. But then he brings in a trainer who's um, Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Oh yeah. my god, it was. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not doing it. That's the most highly trained dog you'll ever meet in your life. Like, he was trained by the master, and he knows how to do somersaults, and he can open the door. Like, he's a cool dog. No, she's like, it's like painting over a Picasso. As his dog is literally flipping out, doesn't know what to do, and then she's like, "Come on, open the door," and he opens the door for her. Yeah, and they just don't know. Getting enough instructions. Yeah, <laughs> it's got too he's much energy. He's jumping up and down, being like, "Hello, give me something to do. Hello, give me something to do." <laughs> anyway, I just want to mention that dog because usually when we deal with dogs, something bad happens to them, but this dog was doing pretty good. And I yeah. forgot, I yeah. forgot that it was like, "Ugh, why do you people have this dog that you haven't trained?" Yeah, but it's trained. They're just not taking care of it. Yes, exactly. So Melanie freaks out. She punches Larry in the face. That doesn't seem like a good plan. No. And uh, then he goes to Hank for advice. Which is also not acceptable. What? Punching someone in the face? That that is your 
Like, your boss. boss. Yeah, no, totally. It's like that whole Jeremy Clarkson thing. Like, she would certainly get in trouble for it. Because he punched a PA in the face. Even though she's a woman, it doesn't come up. Yeah, I know. She's trying to act like, you know, oh, I have balls, just like the men. It's just really weird. Can't punch punch somebody in the face. I think, yeah, that might have been... Well, it might have made more sense at the time. Yeah, in the yeah, early nineties. Right. It's nice to think that that's we come a ways from there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the great thing is the more I've been watching nineties programming now, you see what a huge <laughs> leaps there have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hank tells uh, Larry to think about America. That's how he sells stuff. Yeah, but, uh, once again, like it, it's hard to tell if Hank's being sincere and no, is that I think stupid. He is being Oh, it's so he's a weird guy. Oh, so he brings Hank in to help sell the uh, the garden weasel. I almost called it a roto rooter, <laughs> which I didn't think would be acceptable because they didn't want Hank to be a part of the advertising. But no. then they were elated by it and so happy. Well, I think they're just happy to get Larry to stop. Yeah, doing like, making fun of trashing the product. the product exactly, and that was like a good compromise that they could work together. But Hank has to do the actual, like, pitch man stuff. So mm-hmm. he doesn't look as, like, weak or, or powerless, right? But even after all that, Larry's still like, no, forget it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, it was yeah. all for naught. So we did three, and I mean, they're terrible spots. Yeah. But. <sighs> the funniest part about this episode, honestly, for me, was the art, the running gag about how he killed a man that looked like Melanie and Maria. Yeah. Yeah, art's fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah. He's got a weird backstory, sometimes always wearing ascots to parties. Killed a man that looked just like you, Maria. Yeah, hand to hand. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great episode. But yeah, that's basically it. That's the that's the whole pilot, and it's great. I thought it was super funny. It is really funny. It's amazing how easy it is to describe a plot like that. Like, there's very little happening. Yeah, well, with, you know, comedies, it's there's always such a strong A plot, and then usually a little bit of a B and a C plot, but... It's all character moments. Everything revolves around Larry. There's no kind of like side story. Whereas when you're watching a drama, you have so many different characters. So there are different plots going on at the same time. I think, yeah, I think in later episodes we get to spend more time, say, just with Hank. Yeah. Maybe just with Art. But this one's really uh, focused on on Larry and and how he interacts with everybody that... Uh, is in his life, basically, right? His yeah. home and his work. I'm trying to think, what other scumbag stuff does Larry do in this episode? In this episode? he well, At the very end of the episode, he basically, Art, uh, his producer, he basically just puts Art as a wall between him so he never has to disappoint anyone. Well, he does that the whole episode. Like, yeah. as soon as the conversation turns to something that he doesn't like... You'll now be dealing with me. Yeah, he just puts Art in the middle and lets him say what he what doesn't he? want to say. And there's that one scene where Art's not there when Melanie's trying to talk to him. I think that's when he gets punched, right? And he's just yeah. like, Art, 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 like searching for him to come and rescue him. It's crazy. It's so crazy. He is very, he's a weak man. So talented, yes, but so really neurotic. He is a weasel. Yeah. He's the garden weasel. Yes. Totally. He, he's classic talent. He's mm-hmm. like a stereotype of talent. I love it. Well, let's talk about the finale. The oh. season six. It aired in May of 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode is called Flip, like Saskia said. And it is Larry's final ever show. Larry is in hot water with Carol Burnett when he tells her she was the first person he chose to be on his final show. 
This doesn't appear to be the case, as Ellen confirms. Bruno Kirby is bumped again. Clint Black sings goodbye to Larry. That's the synopsis for this one? That curl burnett. The second episode. The first episode, all it says is Larry tapes his last show. Okay, that's a better synopsis (laughs) right there. Because the Carol Burnett stuff is such a small segment. Well, I wasn't sure if that Carol and Ellen thing was like a bit, or they being serious. I know. I feel like it was supposed to be serious, but coming at at the perspective of Ellen now, it's, yeah. it's like she would never do that. She's so super nice. Like if she was doing that, it would be on purpose, like as a joke, right? Of like ignoring him. Yeah. It, it, let's let's put some context. But here. I couldn't tell if she was really mad or not. Sorry. For ahead. the for the listeners. Uh, so they're, the whole two-part episode is just filming Larry's final episode. Yeah. And, and one of his... The first part focuses a little more about still finalizing some guests. Yes. Yes. And it opens up on him writing his last speech. He's watching someone else's last speech, He's right? He's watching uh, Johnny Carson, I believe. Was it uh-huh. Johnny Carson? Yeah. No, I, no. I didn't write it down. I, I don't think sorry. it was. I, don't I believe know you're right. I don't think it was, but I don't think it was Johnny Carson. Okay. Um, and then we see Hank, who is talking to a Coke machine with Larry's picture on it, and Larry's in the loincloth. What is with that? That was so weird. He did commercial oh, work over the years. Um, I'll, well, take, take a guess. What do you guys think that, uh, that relates to? I feel like he was in a Tarzan movie. Like, that's the only that's reason hilarious. you would get, like, a pop machine with Elon as Tarzan. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Saskia? Well, thoughts? see, I think it was a Coca-Cola machine. It was a Coke machine. He's on it as Tarzan. As Tarzan. I, I assumed it was commercials. Okay, I'll, I'll fill you guys in. Uh, it was a sketch that he did with Carol Burnett when she's on in a previous episode. Wow. Uh-huh. Pretty sure somehow that got it on. Yeah. Uh, did it just get on his vending machine? I'm assuming maybe they made a custom machine yeah, for the show. Yeah, special for him. That's funny. Could be they were a sponsor, but it was. Beverly's pregnant. <laughs> Should we talk about who the daddy might be? <laughs> oh God. Um. Uh, hopefully not anyone we know. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't believe so. Uh. Uh. I don't think it's anyone involved in the production. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Right. Like, there's. It's not Hank. It's not Art. It's not like I, for some reason I thought it was going to be her and Larry were together. <laughs> that was going to be what was going on. But she is too smart to be with Larry. Yeah, that's true. After all those years, it's surprising she still even works there. <laughs> she, but she, she can't working. stop crying everyone's crying they're so sad it's going to be the last episode art keeps running off to like closets or like oh. a bunch of bullshit yeah and swearing and crying which is really Rick adorable Torrance moments were so heartbreaking they were my guys. favorite part of both of these episodes was the way He's... he was dealing with everything it was really sweet my favorite Quite shot amazing. of this episode was uh, when art tells Beverly and Phil uh, sorry Beverly Phil, and which is a Super shocking that he's around till the end. Yeah, yeah. and I have a pet peeve about that. I just want to say that um, he he asks for the letters, the Larry letters. Yes. Mm-hmm. He just wants Ray for his friend Ray. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the very end, we see him like pulling the Y out. And then after that, there's like a wide shot and it's still there. <laughs> I'm so mad about that. I was like, come on, guys. And he said no to him yeah. as well. He said well, no he, said he doesn't own them, but if he did, he would say no. Yeah. Larry being Larry. Uh, it's super mean. Sorry, we Oh, no, no, you. that's okay. I was just saying that... Uh, Phil and... Phil Art. Brian, played by Scott Thompson, of yes. Kids in the Hall of Fame. So glad to Good see him. to see him there, too. Uh, da, 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 Brian being the replacement assistant for uh, Hank. Yes. Um, they're crying. Uh, Art tells them none of that. And he takes... It's just a long follow shot of him walking 
to like the most secluded place at the back of the wardrobe trying to see you know he doesn't want to see any emotion from him and he just breaks down for a second yeah like not even a not, not long gets like one choked muffled sob out swears a little ruffles himself back up and gets back out there he's he's my favorite character on the show yeah, yeah it's great Arthur. Hank wants to know when he's being thanked, when in the show. He wants to read the speech <laughs> so he can respond appropriately. He's really obsessed with his speech, obviously, which he was already giving to the Coke machine yep. when he was practicing. And yeah, they're talking about who they're going to have on the show. They've got Carol Burnett. Um, Larry's upset that Clint Black is the one that's going to serenade him because he's a man. And it's okay. going to look weird for who, a man to sing to another man. Who is Clint Black? I didn't know. I think he's Did you a, know? Well, he was a country singer, obviously. Uh, yeah, he, he still is. Yes. <laughs> he's still around. <laughs> yes! Okay. I, I, I know don't nothing about country. country and I think Not he, modern country? I just assumed he was huge in the 90s. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, so. a, he's a huge country star. I'm really surprised that you guys... I mean, like, I'm not a country fan, so I can't be like, oh, he's saying this song and this song. But he's not... I mean, but, like, he's I not mean, like Toby Keith. To me, it's Keith. like he's always been there and always bigger than Toby Keith. See, that's the thing, but we know, like, Keith Urban, Toby Keith. See, uh, it's so I, funny when you said Toby Keith, I thought I was thinking of Keith Urban I in was my too. head. Like, I don't even... I don't think I know Ugh, I Toby, Toby Keith. Toby Keith. Spit on Toby Keith. Ugh. <laughs> he's the worst. No, he's not like Toby Keith. Toby Keith is evil. No, I know nothing about country music. Ugh, Toby Keith is all like Walmart and guns, and I only like white people. Ugh, he's bad. The bad side of country. Oh, okay. Uh, Keith Urban's Australian and married to Nicole Kidman. So that we, I know. We like him. Clint Black. Yeah, I'm trying to think who. Um, uh, yeah. Anyways, yes, I would say definitely in the '90s were his like heyday. He he always wore like a huge black. Um, hat, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. did that on he the show. He's kind of, kind of a man in black vibe going on. Always wore that hat, yeah. Um, but my point was that, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I just was to say I'm mixing up, up with another guy in my head, I think. Just that uh, he, uh, like, the rest of the guests on the final episode Carol Burnett, Ellen, Jim Carrey, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he chases Warren Beatty down in the parking lot and tries to get him to agree because Kevin Costner <laughs> has just pulled out. But Warren Beatty basically tells him to fuck off. And rightfully so. Yeah. And we find Goodbye. out Duchovny's in love with Larry and Jim oh. Carrey doesn't like him because they wouldn't book him before Ace Ventura because they thought it was a terrible movie. Oh, no, they book him. They wouldn't let him plug Ace Ventura. Oh, they wouldn't let him talk about it. Okay, got ya. Before it blew up huge. And that's amazing. Jim Carrey's segment on this is... Oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah. He, yeah. He, In both parts. When he's on camera and off camera. Oh, <laughs> he breaks down on camera. He cries. He, he cries, sings. Sings can't... Uh, there's no use living without you. Oh, yeah. From, no, it's... Um, there's um, no way I'm living without you. Yeah, I don't know the title of that It song. was quite, quite a performance. It's the Jennifer Hudson song. Which is not her song, but it's I'm gonna you know um like you're gonna yeah. love me you 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 you're gonna love me anyway amazing song and he was great and yeah he fake cried and he was like oh my god what are we gonna do without you and then as soon as the cameras cut it was like ugh I fucking hate your stupid face so what are you gonna do movies you're gonna fail <laughs> there's no yeah there's nowhere for Larry to go so yeah. you're, you're, he was saying something along the lines like, I'm going to be your competition. But before that happened, uh, Larry had to go and meet David Duchovny in a hotel room. And it was amazing. Oh. And he flashed him his 
balls. Yeah. He's wearing a super short robe. Keeps a pulling a, robe. a Sharon Stone on him. He uncrosses yes. his legs and then recrosses them very really slowly. Really gross. But David Duchovny, like, he agrees to He's be beautiful. on the show, but he doesn't appear in the rest of the episode past that, does he? But then we only we only saw, we either, I th- think we saw the celebrities either off stage or mm-hmm. on stage. Yeah, like the ones we never see Tom Petty perform. We didn't see the, the ones we saw. The right. ones we saw, we don't see Greg Kinnear on, on the, the show. Either. Right, you just, just see a bunch stage. of them in the green room. You see yeah. the ones that were mentioned, and we didn't see them backstage. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you see you see them either off stage or on stage. There's Not a whole C plot with the uh, Stevie Grant, who's Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, we all love which so I uh, much. originally thought was Bob Odenkirk as himself. And uh, realized, oh no, he's a character, and he was on several episodes over the years. And right? John Stewart was himself. Uh, yeah, John yeah. Stewart is taking over for Larry. Yes. So apparently, Larry has fired uh, Stevie as his agent. Yep. And taken on John Stewart, and now John Stewart is taking over Larry's show. But John had no idea that Larry didn't know anything about this, mm-hmm. and John Stewart ends up. Firing Stevie, and we see him like snorting coke and complaining about, you know, how perfect their jobs would be if they didn't have to deal with any of the talent. In their agents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank God. It was really funny. <sighs> um, uh, but John Stewart was freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. I just have to say that I love John Stewart so much. And I feel like he was in the credits as like a supervising producer or consulting producer or something. So, uh, I think I you're know, right. Maybe he was working behind the scenes for a while on the show. But yeah, they say uh, he says Larry is a horse and buggy. He's in the past. That's what uh, Stevie says. He's yeah. like he's old. You're new. But I feel there. I think there was an episode where they tried replacing Larry before. Or they brought on John Stewart as like a guest host. Okay, yeah. And it tanked. Oh no! Like Larry was worried that he would replace him, and that would be it. But like uh, John Stewart tried to be kind of. Too hip, completely misread the audience that Larry was like had established. Yeah, and so well, I feel like John Stewart too. I mean, I guess it's, he's so iconic from The Daily Show now, but I, it's hard to see him doing like a kind of stand-up monologue, kind of Jay Leno thing. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't seem like his style. Late. I mean, yeah, but I, mean, I guess now that he's all gray-haired and he's gotten older, maybe he could. He looks better now than he did then. He could By do way. it. <laughs> you yeah. think so? Yeah. Oh. Really? Yo, my God. That face is such a baby face. He's yeah, like, he, he yeah, he's so young. young. He looked even worse in the 90s when he had his, like, floppy hair. <laughs> when he had that MTV show. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, he does. He definitely looked like a young kid until yeah. he was, like, 45 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love ridiculous. to see Jon Stewart do a late night talk show now. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think maybe now he would be able to do a little bit more of a like a slowed down version of what he normally does, but he's too busy rescuing animals and being an awesome dad. He is a pretty cool guy. Yeah, him and his wife just started a farm for... For rescuing animals? For animals. I saw that. Yeah, so cute. So, yeah, so Larry shows up, he meets all those old co-workers are there, Darlene's there, Piven is there, and And then this guy, Mark, Mark, who he doesn't remember, but was fired for hitting Larry repeatedly with a boom. Three days in a row. Yeah. I mean, Darlene's there to congratulate him. Which yeah, Larry... She's really proud that he's quit, because she thinks it's, like, you know, vacuous suck of, like... She turned on yeah, television. she's gone, like, full, like, crystal-believing, like, yeah. mystic, 
<laughs> she's, she's gone off the deep end. But every other person, I mean, this just speaks to Larry. The only person there to congratulate him on his way out to the set is Darlene. And she's kind of kind of crazy, a yeah. little crazy. Definitely shouldn't be in television, yeah. and she's not anymore. Good for her. Yeah. But and um, then Pippin yells at him. Pippin yells at him. And then Mark, Mark yells at him. The did anyone see what the uh, there's a guy with cue cards there? Yeah. Did anyone see what the cue card said? sign said? No. I couldn't make it out. No, I tried I pausing, but my tape was too fuzzy. Oh uh, no, I didn't notice that. The quality wasn't. I'm very assuming good at exactly. There's a totally weird fight backstage between Greg Kinnear and Bruno Kirby. <laughs> Two people that, I mean, Bruno Kirby's dead. He's been dead for a long time now. And Greg Kinnear is like, I mean, who even knows where Greg Kinnear is? But the conversation was really funny about how Greg won an Oscar and he makes He was nominated now, for an Oscar. Yeah. And he, he's, anyway, they were just fighting about. And it came up numerous times. Meanwhile, has more cachet. Bruno Kirby can't even get on to Larry Sanders because he's been bumped repeatedly yeah, over the course like of the, the series. He's like the Matt Damon of Jimmy Kimmel. So you don't get, your, you don't get your chance. He's like, no, this is it. This is the last show. Yeah, there <laughs> is no there more is no chance. More. Yeah, that was really sad. Uh, Jim Carrey was really funny about how he can't do comedy and he can't get an erection because Larry's leaving and he's so sad. That was funny. Sings yeah. his beautiful song. As soon as the cameras are off, tears a strip off of Larry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and Tom Petty freaks out because too many people are singing and it's not going to be special when he sings. And it's all men. It's, <laughs> it's only so men funny. singing to Larry. It's, it's very so funny. Odd. Why is this guy singing right now? Sad... <laughs> And we're but Clint Black's song was pretty. I yeah, but it went on. Oh, he did a great song. I wish they didn't. But I think this is a problem with shows sometimes in general. That I wish they didn't show the whole song. Yeah, it yeah. went on for like four minutes. I'm like, no, please end it. Yeah, I, I, they were I showing everybody like what was going on backstage and all that stuff. Yeah. Right, not like you're just watching him sing the song. The Carol, the Carol, and then we have Carol Burnett comes on. Sorry, because yeah. we jump past this, but I really yeah, want to really talk about this. No, that's cause... exactly where we're at. Carol Burnett is at the very beginning of the second episode. Yeah. Right. What I want to say quickly, and then Please. we'll get into the Carol Burnett thing, is one, did you notice that his that he has a plaque on his name, and it says Larry Sanders, and then underneath it says host? Yes. Yeah. Like, does he get confused about what his job is? Just... <laughs> have it been there the whole time? I think I it has. Know, I can't yeah. remember. It's I just thought a... that was really funny. Classic Larry power play. And I also noticed in the credits of the first episode of the finale that Judd Aptow is one of the executive producers. And it was yeah. his, uh, this show was his directorial debut. That's so cool. I had it. Pretty Love amazing. Judd. One episode. Team Judd. Okay, this... go ahead. Carol Burnett is complaining about how she wasn't the first one to get called. She's well, not no, even he complaining about her. She entraps him yeah. by he, saying... Sorry, go ahead. He introduces her as saying, like, when I, when I knew this was coming to an end, Carol was the first person I wanted on here, and you were the first person I called. Yeah. Which, and she comes which out, we also know isn't true, because he was complaining about even having her on the show. Yes. Like, he wanted fresher, cooler people. Yeah. yeah, which is, thanks, Larry, like, terrible of you to say. But once you're... Ah, so she gives him a chance to come clean. Yes. Like, are you sure I'm the first person you called? He, uh, he insists on sticking to his lie. Mm-hmm. And she pulls out Ellen. Ellen, who was not actually going to be a guest on the show, was she? No, I don't think he knew she was there. No. They, they no, he, he called her and asked her to be on the show, but I think she said no. But then because of this, she agreed. Gotcha. And so they sit there just making small talk with each other and ignoring Larry. Yeah, having their own conversation. Calling yeah. him. All, and he tries to insinuate, insert himself between them. This is my last show. 
Yeah. Well, it's a shame you decided to go out as a liar. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> was it a bit? I was thinking that the I don't whole think it time. was. No, I don't think so. I think it was meant to be. Because we're supposed to, like I you said, we're supposed, supposed to, be to like Larry. We're supposed to think of him as a selfish jackass yes. that treats everybody badly. And he's leaving. These people obviously need him because, mm-hmm. you know, like Jim Carrey says, like, I have a new movie out. Everyone's watching this. Like, big ratings. So oh, we yeah. have to have this kind of Bing, sim- bang, boom. symbiotic relationship. And now... They, they don't have to give a shit about him anymore, yeah. right? So, like, their real feelings are, like, coming out. So I think that was genuine, but it felt really weird because it's so un-Ellen of, of now. Yeah. Like, back then she was a hardcore, like, stand-up. She'd just, like, come out and... Anyway, I just... And, well, I think they still were... The vibe exactly. is so different now. They I don't think they were playing themselves. It was still written for them, the part. Oh, yeah. So, like, they were still meaner but themselves it felt like, like it, everybody right. else on the show it Absolutely. felt like it could Sorry, have been I thought you meant the bit was written for them to go on Larry's show and say that stuff and I was like no no that doesn't make sense no it felt <laughs> like it could have been a Kurt Carol Burnett sketch on its own yeah but it's oh it, it, it have I you ever was... seen anything like that on a real talk show like where someone comes on and just yeah, sandbags yeah, no. the host. I have seen that. I mean, not to that degree, but right. where like the guest and or whoever the first guest is is someone that can't sit quietly. Mm-hmm. So they'll get they'll talk to the second guest, and then Conan will be like, oh, "Hello, like <laughs> this is my show," oh. but it's not malicious or on purpose. Like this is it's right. just like someone a certain actor that, like, can't not be the center of attention, yeah. even though it's not their turn to talk or be interviewed. They're supposed to just be sitting there. So I've seen that happen a few times, yeah. Because, I mean... But it's it, not it seems... on purpose. It's not like, let's not talk to Conan. Let's talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hard to imagine someone yeah. actually doing this. And then he does this... It's really... It's super unprofessional. Especially yeah. when you go in knowing that every single person involved in the production is equally superficial. Well, especially for Ellen, who was, like, not invited to be there in the first place, really, right? But no, she was. But, she was called yeah, first. She was... Yeah, that's true, I guess. She turned him down, and then Carol Burnett... Okay, then Carol Burnett first. calls Ellen. Yeah. And says, let's get, let's let's, get this let's guy. Let's get him. Then they have a really weird bit with Sean Penn, who's all over the news yeah. today, for helping take down that Mexican... Man. He wasn't helping him. He just interviewed him. Yeah. He interviewed a fugitive. But they used that to find him. Oh, is that how they did it? I don't that? think so. And that's what they were saying on the news today. Or on the no, I think he's under scrutiny because he had this interview and then they recaptured him and then it came to light that he had this interview with this guy. Oh, so he's in trouble. I think so. That's interesting. Him. Yeah. Why was he... It doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah, he tells the whole story about how uh, stewardess made him put a script away when the plane was landing or whatever, and how he wouldn't do it. Yeah. And then he's talking about a movie shooting Curly Burley, starring Gary Shandling, and how Gary Shandling's a shitty actor, and how he <laughs> was so insecure and constantly asking to see his own takes. And obviously, you know, yeah. Gary Shandling is playing Larry Sanders, so it was this whole weird meta bit with them, and it was really funny, I thought. Yeah, I like that as well. And he also said he tried to sleep with his wife, who is Robin Wright Penn at that time. <laughs> yes. Princess Buttercup. He I met her once. She is so beautiful. Yeah. Jeez. So beautiful. And then there's a bit with Tom, Tim Allen, who doesn't want to hang out with Larry outside of work. Yeah. He, like, again, fakes on the camera that they're buddies and that they're going to hang out. And then as soon as the camera shuts off, he's like, 
uh, I gotta go. I have your number. See you later. Well, yeah. Kind of thing. Like, just brushes him off. Just a revolving door here. Just like what Larry does to to Hank. Yeah. Hank? The entire six seasons. Tries to give a speech, but gets interrupted by... Jerry Seinfeld. A surprise Jerry Seinfeld. guest. Yeah. So Which is a surprise guest, yes. Gets one sentence out, basically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when Larry is trying to have a conversation with Jerry, Hank is just interjecting the best <laughs> lines from his speech. Oh, God. It's so <laughs> awkward and weird. It is super awkward. So awkward and weird. And horrible. Because you know how much this thank you meant to Hank, because all we've seen him do in this last episode and a half is practice this and, thank you. And talk about it. Yeah. And ask when it's going to happen. That's all he's been doing. Yeah. It's... It's really, it's rough. And, of course, Jerry's hilarious not seeing, like, what the yes. fuck. Like, every day you have to deal with this? Like, it's a good thing I think you're, you're really doing the right thing. Yeah. Seinfeld so is great when he's playing himself. Yeah, and he's he also is. talking about his show's ending around that same time, right? Mm-hmm. That he's going to go into syndication and make a bunch of money. And he went out on gonna, top. Yeah, Larry's not going to get anything. Although we would argue that that finale is horrible, nope. in my personal opinion. The I Seinfeld finale? Yeah. It. Two, two against one here. Yeah. We both love it. Um, I, I hadn't even noticed that Jerry mentioned the syndication. So everyone is basically... I mean, Jerry's not sticking it to Larry here. Well, but. no, but he definitely is Yeah, basically saying, like, I'm bad. I still won. I won the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's... You didn't. We still haven't talked about Marilyn Rice Cub is in this episode. Yeah, she's... Uh, she's replaced she replaced Janine Garofalo yeah she used to be her character's assistant her character was Janine Garofalo's character's assistant and then when Janine Garofalo quits she gets bumped up cool and she talks about how she's gonna go be an audience um wrangler at Jeopardy and how she hates that (laughs) that's the that's the saddest part about this show ending is that everyone no one really has anywhere to go no Everybody's like, damn it. Well, I think Art, too, right? Like, he, he goes in this whole thing about he's retiring, even though he's already taken another job. A consulting job. On Roseanne <laughs> for one day a week. And he's, like, low stress. I'm like, that's going to be the most stressful day of your life. Once if, a week, forever. If anyone could do it. Yeah, that's torn. true. She, he would be great with Roseanne. I like that his whole... Oh, uh, let me ask you guys this. A little bit of a donut question. Roseanne appears earlier in Larry in the series. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think her role is? What's her connection to Larry? Oh. She's very important for a short while. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, is she, is she playing? <laughs> is she no. playing herself or is she playing a character in the show? Playing herself. Okay. Playing oh. herself. Um, Any big name celebrity at this point is pretty much playing themselves. Yeah, except for Bob Odenkirk. He wasn't a big name celebrity at the time, though. That's true. I was gonna I'd say he's probably still not bad. now. Oh no, he's oh, huge. He's, he's big now, now. because no. of he's better call he was in, Well, yeah, that's true. He's a better call Saul now. He's probably more in the zeitgeist of the like regular human. I think this show would have even been pre Mister Show. Yeah, I yeah. think so as well. Which I mean. Cult Again, classic, like, not yeah, a big yeah. hit. No, no one's seen Mr. Show. Huh. Except for the cool people. 1995 for Mr. Show. So, so this is the same time. The yeah, this that's is... why he's only, like, he's only in like six or seven episodes. Yeah, yet, so. but he's But he's in great. different seasons, yeah. And he's got a whole arc in those six or seven. Because yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. A slowly breaking down, becoming a mess. Yeah. I don't know, Roseanne. What could she possibly be to him? Cousin? Try. Mm, like a... Then not dating. I don't. 
Oh yes. I wasn't oh, gonna go that no. way. They're oh, they're engaged nice. briefly. Did not think that would happen. Really? They're engaged. Oh wow, that's amazing! While. I can't wait to get to that part. That's hilarious. I'm excited for you guys, man. Yeah, Scott Thompson says Hanks offered him a job, three hundred bucks a week, to be his assistant. <laughs> and he's gonna take it. Yeah, that's oh. the saddest part of either of these episodes. God damn it, Hank! Art's losing his shit again. Um, Kirby, Bruno Kirby says a man singing to a man is sick. I was like, ugh, I don't like you. That's what I'm talking about with the '90s stuff. Yeah, this is not cool at it's all. Just yeah. So Larry gives his final thoughts. I thought that was a, a sweet speech. He thanks all the staff and all the viewers, mm-hmm. and then he says, "You may now flip," which no. was like the only part that kind of got me. No this, flipping. Yeah. Every time they cut to commercial in the, the entire show, no I'm assuming flipping. he says, "No flipping." We'll be right back. Yeah. And then his very last line is, "Now you can flip." Um, which I thought God bless you yeah and you may now flip which was one of my favorite lines at the beginning of the episode was they should already saying it's like well hell we've plugged everyone else on the planet let's give the deity his due mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice cut there by the way from let's give the deity his due to uh cuts immediately to Hank yeah. in front of the coke machine with yeah. Larry's face on it like speaking to it yeah. giving his thank it was yeah it was great uh, Larry can't stand up that's oh, he really can't get off of the stool. Scene, yeah. Oh. Art has to like. It was like I actually for a brief moment was like, did somebody literally put glue on this <laughs> chair, and he actually can't get out of here? It's what I thought was happening. <laughs> no, and then uh, he all he cares about is that they beat Leno that night, which I thought was funny. And we never find out if they did. No, but that's okay. But they're all sitting around in the empty studio, him and Art, and talking about how they're gonna miss each other and how you know he made me laugh. I thought that was a really good scene. And then comes the greatest scene of all. Yeah. The well, it's funny because he says uh, Art calls them the happy trio. There he is. And then Hank flips out and screams at both of them. Thank you for not letting me say thank you. Just basically calls yeah. them pieces of shit. I knew shit. you were pieces of shit, but I had no idea. Everything that's been building up in him over the course of the series. He says he'll choke them. Yeah, I'll ch- I've and he I've moves been to do it. your jokes for the last ten years. It's. It's my fault because I let it happen. One more joke and I'll fucking choke you with my hands. No. There's a book of Hank Kingsley. There's a new chapter and you are not in it. Fuck you. Fuck you for the way you treated me and for the joke you made me out to be. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then, like, ten minutes later, he comes back bawling his eyes. It was literally ten seconds later. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And yeah. this is the point that I actually wish they had so kept. So you wanted to stand with him, like... Being mad at that? Yep. Oh, I was kind of upset about that. I no, wish... and I'm like, oh my god, they're actually going to have a downer ending of this show that is a comedy. I wish they had, um, like, had that moment at the beginning of the fuck you, like, because well, I think that had to be said. Yes, it did. But as much as they shit on him, they do genuinely love him, both of them. Like, it's not malicious. They don't want to see bad things happen to him. No. And they're pretty nice to him, really, overall. Yeah, I mean, it just they just, like, they like to enjoy his, like, humiliation and failures. And it was they're not, like, reaction. actively sabotaging him or anything. Hank yeah. sabotages himself. Yes, exactly. and he mentions that, too, because, yeah. But it's just, his whole thing was, like, he really wanted to give this speech, and neither of them cared at all about whether that happened or not. And that's the only thing he had to be mad about was that. And, I mean... It wasn't, I, it, when I first saw it, I was like, oh my god, that is a huge overreaction. Not even overreaction, but both of them were just, like, stunned yeah. by it. And neither of them, 
even responded. Totally. Really. But, I mean, Larry's... Well, they're not gonna... Like, Larry's... No, there's no way he's gonna apologize. No. No, that's... Because he will never apologize yeah. for anything. And no, I mean, but it's then hard Hank to calls himself, I'm a sick prick. I'm like, no, don't go back already. He's... That's the kind of guy he like, is. But that's totally in character for It him. is. Right? He's a total follower. Yeah. He's desperate for approval and attention. Yeah. Um, and love. And love. He Hank Kingsley needs love. I mean, I'll say this for Larry. Like, he, he's shallow and self-centered and neurotic. And, but, I mean, so are most of the other people on the show. But he's got a, he's a great showman. And he always puts what's best for the show, like the best final product yeah, first. Yeah, he's funny too. And he's, he's absolutely funny. He's he very is. funny. He's right not to yeah. give, like, yes, Hank, your speech is going to get bumped for Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would have, I guess because it's the final show, though, it would have been nice to have that moment. But I don't know. Is it better to have that final moment or better to have a guest well, so it'll actually be too, seen? Well, the thing, too, is like if Hank really cares about giving the speech, is it about telling Larry what he's meant to him or, or is it is about it? getting attention from the audience because yeah. if it's really about Larry then you can tell him that anytime mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be on the air no well and Larry's thank you to him was literally like and thank you to Hank who was yeah. he called him a, he called him a great friend yeah, yeah so he was a great very, talent and a great friend it was yeah. less than the time that Hank got to talk about Larry yeah. on the show like Hank got more of a thank you in than Larry did for Hank. Yeah. But he also didn't lump Hank in with anyone else. No, he didn't. And that's what Hank asked of him. Don't lump me in. And he didn't. He didn't. He So he cares a little. Yeah. Just, just enough. Hank was one of the three people he mentioned by name in his thank you. It was Art, Hank, and... His assistant. Oh, yes, and Beverly. Beverly. Beverly, Beverly. <sighs> yeah, didn't yeah. make his brighters. No, Riders never get any love. That's fair. <laughs> I, that's fair. I, I was okay with it because he literally only thanked those three people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just just saying. So beautiful send off to the show. Yeah, yeah it's great. Unfortunately, not much of a not much of a donut though, because the last episode was like really lacking plot. It was just like a love letter to the Larry Sanders show and mm-hmm. the Larry Sanders show, like and celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was very popular because you wouldn't get those kind of cameos unless people really liked the show and wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, there's... It's a universally pot like beloved show. Yeah. yeah, I would say, but it didn't have a big audience at the time. Well, not a lot of people had HBO back then. Like that's this is supposed 92? to be the show. That's so early. This was supposed to be their like the hit that got them yeah, into Sex in the like City and then into show. The Sopranos. Yeah. Um, so I think those in the know, like the cool people, were watching it for sure. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it won a ton of awards in Britain. Yeah. Well, Frasier was winning the Emmys here. Mm-hmm. Love Frasier, but yeah. kind Very of Very different though. The audience, the amount of audience you get counts for yeah, awards absolutely. here. I mean, Frasier was huge back then. Yes. I huge. Was, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah. Um, small audience, but you know, I was thinking about this. Because uh, his show kind of gets canceled because their audience is dwindling in the show as well. They want to bring in the fresh blood to liven it up. Yes. What he? But he's polling millions of people each night. Think about having a show like that today. Yeah. Well, it was I totally mean, different. Different game. Like they, um, Johnny Galecki always talks about Roseanne. Like they used to get a twenty-five share every night and that Man. means like 25 million people yeah which, were watching Roseanne so no and there is no, yeah, no show now it doesn't exist anymore like the only stuff that kind of gets those numbers is like Super Bowl 
Big uh, Bang Theory. Yeah. I mean, Big Bang not, not, doesn't huge, get to that. But it's nowhere near nowhere 20 near million. That. Yeah. What do you think the share is on Big Bang? Like 16? Um, Nine? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely lower than... There's I no know, way I know, I know The Walking Dead is the highest, gets the highest... And that's ratings. usually like around 3 million. No, yeah, it's around 15, 16 million. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Of is yeah. that for every episode or just yeah, like Yeah, well, I, I know it was in season five, it's average, and it's been going up steadily, so I know it's... it's going to go on forever. Yeah, like, I think it's between 15 getting, and like 18 million They will never episode. cancel that show because so many people watch it now. Well, What's like, it? it's never, it can go on forever. Yeah, that's true. Have they renewed it already? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it'll be on sure. for a long time to come. Which is great, because it's still awesome. Getting uh, better. Was there any questions or donut stuff we wanted to talk about? Like, my, honestly, having seen the first two and a half seasons and then watching the finale, my really only question was, like, how many women has he been, like, mowed through in six years? And there's no way to know that exactly. I feel like the seasons we Probably saw, like there weren't... one every season, Yeah, I one or two at the yeah. most. How about you, Saskia? Did anything stand out to you? No, but I'm looking at just Gary Shanley's career, and he apparently he wrote episodes for Welcome Back, Cotter, oh, which we've done, awesome. and Three's Company, and Sanford and Sons. That's so cool. But apparently, I also read, I was trying to do a donut quiz, but this is our first time we've done one of these where, well, it's even weirder because only one of us has seen it, so we're not going to have a, say, donut quiz this time. Yeah. Um, but I just, I looked up a lot of trivia about it. And <laughs> Which made it even harder to come up with questions. Yes, it did. You, you always inform yourself so well. well. You should not read trivia before if you're going to answer questions. No, I, no, but I was supposed to do the quiz. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Anyway, well, was there any trivia that you wanted to mention before we pick our next show? Yeah, now that we've talked about it, I was leading to something and it's completely gone, which happens. I want to talk about a little bit of gossip while she's well, looking that up. Please go ahead. Because you would like this. Uh, so Darlene, did you know that she was dating Shanley? That's part of the reason they left the show. I is that, that their relationship broke apart. Oh, uh, the blonde girl. The blonde girl. Gotcha. Yeah, Hank's assistant. Hank's assistant. Um, no, I did not know that. It doesn't surprise me. That's very sad. Very sad. They there's a whole lawsuit over it. Yet they settled out of court. She sued him. Well, yeah, because, you know, you break up with someone, that doesn't mean your character should leave the show. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they fired her because he broke up with her? Like, that's illegal. Uh, yeah, and then she got a million out of it. I mean, I get that you don't want to work with someone if your relationship is falling apart. Like, then it would be a nightmare. don't people at work. Yeah, don't yeah. cast your... There yeah. are plenty of couples that have had to work together after they broke up. Yeah. And... On TV, and under terrible circumstances. And, like, that's... Whatever. That's so unprofessional. It is. Well, I found we... I found what I was looking for. It's a personal thing. Well, he was offered. It's well, in the eighties. Um, he was often a guest guest host of the uh, Johnny Carson Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. Uh -huh. And they, he got offered multiple multiple positions to host his own talk show, and he turned them all down. And eventually, uh, because of this, Leno was left as a permanent guest host and Carson's eventual successor, and he would have been Leno wow. had he wanted to, but he didn't. He wanted to do the show. That's crazy. He yeah, such a different personality, though, from Jay Leno. Like, yeah. Jay Leno's so, like, easygoing and just does and says whatever anybody wants. <laughs> like, there's no, like, pushback there at all. I feel like Gary, a Gary Shambling, like, a late-night show would be very different, I think. I think so. And what, who was that? I think it was... 
And that's smart. I feel like doing a late night talk show is so hard. It would be exhausting. So much scrutiny. And when they they were filming this, like they were using two different cameras. The stuff on set was shot with a real audience and they wanted it to be as real as possible. And it really does feel like that. It does, yeah. yeah. I was looking in the audience uh, for the finale of thinking about like who all those people were and how they got those seats yeah. kind of thing because that must have been like a good ticket to halfway get. halfway through the filming of it well not halfway but at some point they stopped doing the live audience mm-hmm. and, and switched just, over to laugh track yeah they switched yeah. over to laugh track and inserted stuff but they did it for quite a while but i think people got sick of it and we'll just well it's a lot of work yeah. it is a lot they had to reshoot everything and... twice because of it or something and, just, and the actors got sick of it too well the people. the extras got sick of it like no, the I people think, in the audience yeah, probably. Because, I mean, you gotta, you're there for hours, hours pretending to be amused by the same jokes. Yeah. It's not actually a live experience. No. Um, I'm seeing here, I just pulled this up, they got two and a half mil audience share for that final episode. Oh, oh that's great. It's not bad. Pretty yeah. good for early HBO. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Good for them. Everyone tuned in to see the finale. <laughs> Everything they said in the episode came true. And say goodbye to Leah. I bet you wonder what Leno got that night. (laughs) I'd love to see that. I would love to see a a chart comparing Leno's... uh, Well, maybe we'll look it up and we'll post it on Facebook for you guys. Done and done. Because we know what night it aired, right? So we can can check uh, what Leno's ratings were that night. I am. I'm really hoping those numbers are out there. If it was on a weeknight, I would love to make a graph of this. All right, let's pick our next episode, guys. What are our numbers, Hannah? Where, what's our range? One to nine hundred and eighty-six. And once again, I'm gonna suggest low. Can you go low. Well, not low. I think low. I, I have a number. Medium low. Give yeah. Give us your number. Three oh five. That's not low. Okay. Yeah. I had it. I'm gonna before. go with one oh two. Is that low? That's low. All right. It's not that low, but it's pretty low. I didn't want to go too low. Oh, no. I feel like cheating. Oh, my God. What is it? What is it? 102 is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, Oh, we were just talking about that outside. That's hilarious. I am so pro that. I just watched it. It's great. the best. Well, it's your turn to do the donut. Well, I guess it's not anymore. Who knows? Who knows? We'll figure it Uh, out after. 305 is a show called Silver Spoons. Oh, with Alfonso Riviera. Yes, exactly. These are two two shows with Carlton. Carlton Are you kidding me? No. How do we pick? Uh, I don't know that we'd be able to find Silver Spoons. I mean, we can try. It's like 1982. Popular. Yeah, but I just don't know. It's like That's a 1982 show? Yeah. I thought it came after French Prince. No, he oh, was like, he's a little kid in that one. Oh, forget it's it. Got then. 1982 to 87. Um, but yeah, it is semi-popular. Like if it has come out on DVD, we should be able to find it. But if it hasn't, then it's not going to be anywhere that we can. Anyways. I would rather see Carlton as a full-grown adult. Yeah, as a right. child. Do you want to do Fresh Prince? My vote's for Fresh Prince. But then we're doing another full big one that we've all I seen. I have never seen the full series. Oh my god. Have you both seen the full yeah. series? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I watched it as a kid because it was one of the few shows I had on our five channels after school. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But um, I don't remember much of it since then, except for the episode where Will asks, why doesn't he want me? No! <laughs> That's right. It's, it's a real... That's a real scene. That's like my favorite episode of the entire series, I think. Oh, that so are the one where Carlton takes a bullet for Will. Or when Carlton accidentally takes speed for Will. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh, God, <laughs> and he collapses. Yeah. Oh, man. Dance. 
Oh, so many good episodes. Okay, so we will be watching The Fresh Prince. Mm -hmm. Not sure. Are we? For sure? Yeah. What um, episodes we'll do. I think let's just stick to the first season. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know that well that I, like, you can't. Don't question me. I don't think. Saskia, well, you are the official. I, I literally watched well, the whole series. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like is that you can do the quiz, and Piers and I will compete, and I will probably win. So that's good for me. All right. <laughs> so we're doing season one. Yeah, season one finale. of the Fresh Prince. Please expect us to sing because that will happen. We. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Too. We better both all be ready. All right. We all know the words. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say I'll practice, but mm. so much for listening, guys. We really hope that you check out Larry Sanders because it's freaking great. Yeah, it is. If you get the time, drop us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud, and uh, we'll tell your friends. Tell your friends. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. 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 No, 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 no way. No, 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 no way. We're living without you. We're not living without ya. Mm. There's just no way, no way. Down on the mountains, yeah, scream and shout you can. Say what you want, we're not walking out. We don't need no land of cold and or dead. Want you some Larry? Let's give him away. You, and you, you, you're gonna love me.